Today on the show, I'm going to talk about how to improve your luck. And to do this, we are going to deconstruct the idea of luck and answer the question, are you lucky? I rely on the generosity of you, the listeners. Typically, I travel around the world giving workshops and charging a fee for this. Here I am providing this content to you for free. All I ask is that you make a donation, what you feel that you've gotten out of the podcast. It could be the price of a yoga class. Give what you feel that you have received from the podcast. And unfortunately, the last couple of years, I've been unable to travel around giving workshops. And this is primarily how I do earn my living. And so it's greatly appreciated that you make a donation to help support me so I can continue to bring you this podcast. You can go to the episode description for a link to make a donation. And you can go to the storyofmepodcast.com. And on the contact page, there's a donate button and you can make a donation through there. You can also go to the podcast merch shop on my website and support the podcast through purchasing one of my quotes on a coffee mug or t-shirt or other items to help remind you of your inner power. You can also go to the podcast website to submit your questions. I'd love to hear from you, uh, questions for me to answer on the program or comments about past episodes. Go to the contact page and you can record or type in a question for me. Okay, so now let's get to today's program. Beautiful am I, bountiful am I. Blissful am I Beautiful am I Welcome to the story of me with Amarjit Singh. This is where my guests and I share personal stories from our life and explore the psychological insights that were learned from these experiences. Each story will entertain you as well as increase your understanding of your own psychological patterns. Then, through the principles of yoga psychology, you will learn how to overcome the resistance that is holding you back from living a more fulfilling life. Join me every Tuesday for a new episode where I share my experiences in psychological understanding, interview guests, and answer listener questions. Now let's get started with the podcast that awakens your inner power through awareness and understanding. Welcome to the show. For new listeners, my name is Amarjit Singh and I am your host. For old listeners, welcome back. It's good to have everyone again. I hope everyone is doing well. It was a interesting weekend. We had a nice uh, protest in Belgium and also in the United States in Washington. And it was a big gathering in both places. And I noticed that it wasn't brought up by many of the media outlets. But you can find videos of it on YouTube, and there's some places that covered it, but uh, not so so much. And it really got me to thinking, in fact, in Belgium, there was some violence that broke out during the protest. I mean, there were lots and lots of people. I don't know the, the exact number, maybe hundreds of thousands of people. And in some small areas, there was some violence that broke out among the protesters. And it was just really interesting to see this. I'm not for violence. If anyone knows my background, I grew up in a, in a violent uh, environment 
and and really try to get away from this and and to to understand that violence is really not the way but it got me to thinking that maybe it's time that we rethink the way we are governed because you really shouldn't have so many citizens dissatisfied with the way that they're being governed that it's necessary for police to be equipped with military gear to forcefully control them by shooting rubber bullets, water cannons, and tear gas at them just to restrain them. You know, we have to remember that the role of government is to represent the people, not to dominate them. And it seems that this idea has been lost. And the governments are not listening to the citizens. When you have this many citizens who are unhappy with the way they're being governed, it should tell you that something is wrong. And it's not that the government doesn't hear what the citizens are saying, but it's that they have a different agenda. You know, we start to see that this COVID narrative is falling apart and crumbling, and so you can see that they're trying to grip onto this. And now uh, some studies have come out to say that actually people who are vaccinated are at higher risk of of catching COVID. And if you look at the, the statistics, that the number of people who are getting COVID and being hospitalized for it are predominantly vaccinated people. And this is sad. It's sad that they're still trying to force these vaccines on people when it's causing weakness in the immunity of people to be able to fight the new variations of this disease. And now even in the U.S., they're talking about giving children the authority to make the decision for their vaccine by themselves for kids 12 and older. Yeah, they can't make any other legal decisions for themselves, but this is the only one we're fighting for. The government is fighting for is to give them the authority to take the vaccine without their parents' consent. Doesn't that seem a little strange? And all this has to do with the way we're thinking about things. You know, these governments and corporations around the world have teamed up for their own benefit. And this is to profit and control the citizens. If you are unable to see this, you don't really understand what's going on. And it's not just about this COVID. It's not about these particular mandates. But it goes much deeper than this. You see a lot of people pushing to censor people who talk. Uh, like Joe Rogan, is, there's all these so-called doctors or, or professionals who are trying to have him censored. These governments and corporations have convinced us to be the monitors of their of free speech by trying to prohibit people who have different opinions than ours to silence them. And instead of calling for anyone's silence or censorship, why not refute their arguments? And you will not see this happen because the people who are demanding censorship are usually the people who are not speaking the truth. Because if they were speaking the truth, they would just speak it, and this would combat lies, which we see is happening. And it's, uh, it's very sad. It's that these governments and corporations share 
a common interest, and this interest is not the same as the citizens. So this idea of them, the government representing us, is, is an illusion. Democracy is an illusion. We are currently participating in our own slavery. We are calling for censors on people uh, without the government's control. They don't need to censor us. We're doing it by ourselves. We're building the chains that are creating the shackles around our ankles. And we do this by funding the repression and death of citizens around the world through dropping bombs from robotic planes. We vote and pay for the people who get rich from our poverty. And they are continuously pushing us towards profitable wars to fulfill their agenda. They justify murder in the name of country and solidarity to protect corporate interest. They create teams through division and tell us that the other is bad. However, the other is just you. You are the other. You are the innocent slave to the same system with families, friends, and dreams of a peaceful and fulfilling life. To say that the governments around the world can be fixed in their current state is like saying that the best people to fix a failing corporation are the people or the management who have caused the failure. On top of that, the people who are profiting from the failure are the ones responsible for fixing it. What incentive do they have to change? And so we currently are demanding patches to fix the bugs in a failing operating system. But it's time to create a new operating system. The corporations have become more powerful than countries, and with the assistance of the politicians, are creating slaves out of the citizens. And the ignorance and obedience to this slavery is sad. We blame our problems on algorithms and mandates, but it's the people who are allowing them to interfere with our freedom and creators of them that need to be policed. And this system is failing us. I highly recommend episode 1768 of the Joe Rogan podcast, where he had Dr. Robert Epstein on there, who talked about the manipulation of people through the internet. Uh, it was very enlightening and scary at the same time. We need to, to find a way to create a new system. We need to stop participating in the system that is happening now. And we are already slaves. And if this sounds hyperbolic, it just means that you are unaware of what is happening and where it is going. And the next part of this will be this digital currency. And once this happens, it's over. You will be controlled. You are being submitted physically, psychologically, and economically. You are slaves in the system. And it's time for radical change. We need to really start understanding the situation we're in because it is increasing at in an exponential rate. So let's get to the topic of the, the show today. This is about what I said is improving your luck. But before we really examine how to improve your luck, 
we have to make sure that luck even exists. And if it exists, you have it. So I ask the question to you, are you lucky? Do you feel lucky? Or are you unlucky? Think about this for a minute. What do you think? Are you lucky or are you unlucky? We talk about, oh, I have good luck or I have bad luck or I have no luck. But really, when it comes down to it, there's no such thing as good or bad luck. Luck does not exist. Because what you are calling luck is really just a lack of understanding and memory of cause and effect. Because this world is built on cause and effect. One cause creates an effect, and that effect creates a cause, and that cause, and it just keeps perpetuating. And this is what is called your karma. This word karma just means action, cause, and effect. We don't understand it because we don't really understand cause and effect so greatly. We're not so sensitive to it. And this is what I've talked about on almost every episode is cultivating this sensitivity, this very subtle awareness so that you can start to understand cause and effect. Because once you do, the patterns in your life will start to change. Someone can tell you to stop a particular behavior. But if you don't understand the effects of it, it's quite difficult. I mean, even when you do understand the effects, sometimes it's difficult. You may be drinking Coca-Cola and thinking, okay, I like the taste of this. But you don't really understand the cause and effect. And some people say, oh, I have to stop drinking soda or whatever. You can substitute the soda for whatever, but I use soda for this example. And you can say, oh, I, I have to stop drinking this soda. But you don't understand what it's doing to you because you don't experience it consciously. Imagine if you were eating very clean and not drinking this for months and months, and then you had a soda, you would start to see how your body felt. And you would see what it's really doing to you if you had the subtle awareness. And so then instead of saying, I have to stop this habit or that habit because it's bad for me, you would say, I can feel what it's doing to me. I can experience it, and I don't want to harm myself because I love myself. And the places where you understand this and still can't change these habit patterns is where the love is lacking. And we've talked about this on many episodes. But let's get to this idea of luck. So imagine that the day before payday, you get into some accident and hit your head and get amnesia. Then you go to the bank the next day and you see that there's a deposit in your account that day. And you say, wow, I'm lucky someone put money in my account. Because you have amnesia, you don't remember working all month to earn that money. And so you call it luck. Then the next day you go back to your bank and you see that money has been taken out of your account. And you say, oh, I'm unlucky. Money has been taken out of my account and I don't know why. Because, of course, you have amnesia and you don't remember incurring the debts. And this is what we do when we use the words lucky and unlucky. We're talking about 
the idea of not remembering what we did in our past lives or even understand what we did in this life to bring about the consequences of our actions. Luck is just a lack of understanding of cause and effect and memory. There is no such thing as luck. You have earned everything, the good, the bad, and this is what we call your karma. You are born with particular samskaras, these tendencies, which are imprinted on the subconscious by experiences that you have had in past lives and also in the present life. And these impressions determine and condition your desires and actions in this life. And this is your karma. So when you say, I have luck, good or bad, it's really the victim mentality. It's, it's similar to saying that things are happening to you. Nothing happens to you. You earn it through your thoughts, words, and actions. You create your world by your attitude and the actions that perpetuate this perception. If you have an attitude that bad things happen to you, you'll seek them out. You will become aware of them. Your consciousness vibrates at a frequency that attracts what you are thinking and believing. If you view your experiences as negative, you will make decisions and take actions that reflect this outlook. And when these bad things happen, they will confirm what you already thought, and you will continue to perpetuate this mentality. And this is what we do. We put ourselves in this vibration. And we talked about this vibration, all the atoms in your body vibrating at a, a fast rate. And they're affected by your thoughts and your actions, and what you observe, what you perceive through your senses. And this is how you get connected to your karma. And your resistance to all this is the biggest attribute that connects you to the perpetual patterns that make up your karma. And this is why it's important to learn how to not react, how to accept, to accept what is going on, good or bad, and to learn how to appreciate it. And this is what the Buddhists refer to as impermanence, that the moment that you're having is not going to happen again, so accept and appreciate it. Live in that moment to see what it is telling you, to see how you're reacting to it, which will illuminate your awareness of your karma. And then you can get rid of this idea of being the victim. You know, imagine that you're a sales clerk in a store and your attitude is positive. You see people as nice. And when people walk into your store, you greet them with a smile and genuinely ask how they are. And when customers ask for assistance, you try your best to make them happy. And even if you have a customer who has a bad attitude, who you can see is having difficulties in their day or their life, you don't react to it. You treat them with kindness and you try to assist them. And you can say that your experience with customers is generally positive. And you maintain this disposition 
even with the rude customers, and you have a positive day. And this is what you need to do in life. You know, you have some aspects of the life that are going well, and that's like the positive, happy customer that comes in and you treat them very nicely and kindly. And then you have events and experiences which are not so nice. And this is the customer who comes into your store and is in a bad mood or isn't rude to you or is ignorant, and you have a choice. How are you going to treat them? Because how you treat this experience or that person is reflective of how your life is going to go. And when you resist it and you confront that person or confront that uh, experience with this negativity, with this force, does it get better? No, it gets worse. That person then gets defensive and then there's an argument and then this it gets maybe even physical or whatever happens. And this is the same thing with experiences in your life. Because you understand when that rude customer comes in that it's not because of you they're being rude. It's because they have their own struggles that they don't know how to deal with or they're having difficulty dealing with. And you need to learn to have compassion with them. And the same thing when these negative things happen in your life that you consider bad luck is to understand that this is not about you. It's just about the experience and not take it personally. So now contrast this with someone that has a negative attitude. You have a customer service representative that's negative. When people walk in the store, they greet them, but this is really just out of obligation. And if a customer asks for assistance, they do it, but they're reluctant. The clerk tries to do the minimum to help customers. And the customers may not even consciously notice this energy of the sales clerk. But the customers tend to react, getting more demanding or angrier than other customers. And the day goes by slow and is a miserable day because of all the difficult customers. And the clerk says to the other sales clerk, I always get the difficult customers. Why does this always happen to me? Why am I unlucky? And this is the victim mentality. And so you are creating this idea of luck and bad luck. And I've been on both ends of this. I've gone into a store and I've been angry about other aspects of my life and initially start to take it out onto the sales clerk and have the sales clerk just be so kind that it just wakes me up and says, what am I doing? Why am I, I being like this? How is this going to better my life, better this situation? And why do I want to harm this person for something that's my own issues or my own problems? And then I've also been on the other side where you're super nice, even though someone is getting angry or mad and you try to calm them down by just being kind. You need to learn how to not see yourself as a victim so you can rid yourself of this past karma and working on reducing future karma through understanding that the samskaras in your life, these tendencies, are what are perpetuating your challenges. 
Your life is just a compilation of patterns, cause and effect, based on the past habitual impressions. Becoming aware of a pattern means that you see its cause and effect in your life. And as you bring to consciousness these unconscious tendencies, it becomes easier to adjust your thoughts, words, and actions. You know, you can't control the behavior of others, but your reactions and actions will dictate your path. So understand that the way you treat people is a reflection of how you feel about yourself. And when someone is rude or angry or difficult, this is the experience they're having with themselves, manifested outwardly towards you. So have compassion for their suffering and understand that it's not personal, it's not against you. What someone does is about them, not you. How you react is about you. And your reactions will dictate the quality of your life. So learn to live free from attachment and understanding what cause and effect really is. So this way you can take responsibility for your own luck. I'd like to tell you about Sing Flutes. These are flutes that are made by me. They're handcrafted Native American-style flutes designed for sound healing. The flutes are tuned to the frequency of 432 hertz, the harmonic intonation of nature. The fundamental note of each flute is in a key to vibrate a particular chakra. Whether you are playing for others or yourself, listening to 432 hertz music resonates inside the body. In fact, they did a medical study where they hooked people up to a brain and heart monitor and played different instruments to them. The Native American-style flute had the most impact in relaxing them. If you're a yoga teacher, it's a great instrument to incorporate into your classes. What I do is I have an app on my iPad that has the sounds of nature, and I'll put on the sounds of rain and play over this to the students at the end of the class. It's a very intuitive instrument to play. There's no musical knowledge necessary to get started. Each flute is unique since they're handmade. I put different artwork on them. I put mantras on them related to the chakras that they're tuned to. So go check them out at singflutes.com, S-I-N-G-H-F-L-U-T-E-S.com. Use the discount code, the story of me podcast and get 10% off. Thank you for listening to the show today. I hope you enjoyed it. Please remember to help support the podcast. Make a donation. You can go to the link in the episode description or go to the website at thestoryofmepodcast.com and on the contact page there's a donate button and make a contribution. You can also support the program by going to the merch shop on the website and buy one of the products with my quotes on it from my writing and use this to inspire yourself and others. Okay, until the next time from the podcast that awakens your inner power through awareness and understanding, allow love to be the current that carries your words and actions.